the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot, KKNT Intelligent Talk. My name's Gary Green. I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern. And as always, each week on Saturday mornings, what we like to do is share some helpful hints in the car buying process. It's not our goal to go after anybody. It's not our goal to help people after the fact. Uh, what we try to do is, from our vast years of experience in the automotive industry, is help people protect themselves. And when Dana and I bring something up, we always, it's not something we write up. It's not something we think of. So one of the things we're going to talk about today is Lemon Law vehicles, branded titles. Now, there's a difference between a branded title and a salvage title. And, and Carfax is very happy to provide you with, that's probably my favorite part. I'm probably the only part I really look at Carfax for is a title history on a vehicle. That, that's typically where the information is the most accurate. So when you go and you have a vehicle and you can start to consider this lemon law process because you have a problem, first thing that you need to understand is that the lemon law is an individual state-to-state process because it's not federally regulated. It's regulated through the state, and the information starts where you can either gather from the attorney general's office where they then send you to the Better Business Bureau. And then once you provide the documentation necessary, the Better Business Bureau actually decides if you can file a claim in the Lemon Law. And I'm not familiar with exactly how that works, but but I am familiar with the Arizona Lemon Law, which for us is the most relevant because it's where we are. So I'm going to read a little bit. Go ahead. And this is actually from the Attorney General's website, and you'll, you'll know you're in the right place because it starts. First thing they say on the top of the page is, remember, Arizona does not have a cooling off period or a three-day three right to cancel a sale. And it goes into all of the things about buying a car, what you should look for. And then it talks about additional tips for used cars. And then we get to the Arizona Lemon Law. Lemon Law. New car. The Arizona Lemon Law. Now, you notice it says the Arizona Lemon Law has a number of specific provisions. You should read the law, file a complaint with the Better Business Bureau Auto Line Program, or consult with an attorney if your new car is a lemon. Here are the basics. The period covered by the lemon law is the term of the manufacturer's warranty or two years or 24,000 miles, which is ever earlier. So I would have to say that every single car has a warranty that's longer than two years and 24,000 miles. So you have two years and 24,000 miles to file your lemon law claim on a brand new vehicle. The covered period begins on the date of the delivery of the vehicle to the consumer. If there is a problem with the vehicle, with the car that substantially impairs the use and value of the car and does not conform to the express warranty of the manufacturer, the consumer should report it to the manufacturer. The report must be made during the covered period. So what I'm going to say here is when you start getting to the point where it's a lemon law, stop screaming at your service advisor. Stop threatening your service advisor. The dealership has nothing to do with the lemon law. 
The manufacturer's authorized dealers can repair or correct the defect, accept return of the car, or replace the car with a new car. There is the limit on the number of times a consumer must allow the manufacturer to repair the car and the amount of time the car can be out of service. If during the covered period the manufacturer fails to successfully repair the defect after four attempts or the car is out of service by reason of repair for a cumulative total of 30 or may count more calendar days, the manufacturer must accept return of the car or replace the car with a new vehicle. Then it goes into the used cars, and we're not going to talk about the used car part on the Lemon Law buyback part, but I actually was involved myself with the car. And where it says the logic that I use, because I got a phone call from the manufacturer, and it was a young lady from customer service, and she was explaining to me, and the phrase that I like to use is, how the cow ate the cabbage. May I ask, Gary, um, when was this, and this is a vehicle that you were personally involved with? I bought the car brand new in New York, and it was a 2004, and I drove the car cross-country. At 3,000 miles, driving down the I-17 coming from Flagstaff, I started to notice a shimmy in the front end of the car when I was applying the brakes. Took the car in to have the vehicle serviced. They didn't say anything. They told me this. They told me that, and they kind of blamed it on... Me riding the brakes coming down the hill. Okay. They weren't in the car. I know how I drive. Well, ironically, approximately 3,000 miles later, I have the same shimmy in the car. Take it in. They fix it again. Not going to bore you, but it's very simple math. 3,000, 6,000, 9,000, 12,000, 15,000 miles. They had to replace the rotors and the brake pads on the vehicle. And as it turned out, was I finally, through a conversation with my connections in the car business, I found out there was a bulletin, a service bulletin on the car. A which TSB. Is, which is a little bit different than a recall. And Dane has dealt with these all his life, you know, as a general manager of a dealership. So when I spoke to the gentleman, he explained to me they know what the problem is. They have a fix for the problem. They just don't have enough parts yet to fix everybody's car. So at this point, I was in the Lemon Law process, and I was allowed to file my complaint, and I got the call from the young lady. So she finished explaining to me exactly how she thought this was going to go, and I said, I said to her when we were done, I said, now now that you've spoken your side of the story, let me tell you how I think it's going to go. I'm going to say one thing before he finishes. I'm willing to bet that Gary's way that it goes is the outcome and not hers. So I asked her one simple question. I said to her, and I had this form paper in front of me. I asked her, if you came to my home and you wanted to buy my 15,000-mile vehicle, would you, would you buy the car after seeing that at 3,000 miles, 6,000 miles, 9,000 miles, 12,000 miles, 15,000 miles, the brakes had to be replaced? She says, you know, I probably wouldn't buy your car. And then I read to her, if there's a problem with the car – that substantially impairs the use and the value of the car and does not conform. And I kind of stopped there. And I said, do you see where I'm going? You have diminished the value of my car with your inability to fix my car. So here's what I'd like. We have a scheduled meeting with arbitration. Your recommendation is for me to bring an attorney. I don't need an attorney because I understand the car business well enough that I can represent myself with this. So I appreciate your advice on that. But if you'd like to avoid this, here's what I would like. The vehicle's been in the shop for this many days. I financed the car at 0.9% financing, and my payment was right around 500 bucks a month. I'd like a check for $1,500. I would like enclosed in the envelope with the check for $1,500 a letter stating that my vehicle would be repaired in the next 15 days because I found out you have the parts to properly fix my car, and I will not release my right to go after the Lemon Law buyback issue in, in the event the repair doesn't work. Is there anything else you'd like me to, Mr. Green? I said, you know, come to think of it, here's what I also would like. I'd like a six-year, 100,000-mile bloppity-bop warranty, which was the manufacturer's warranty on the car. She said, well, I'm not authorized to offer any of these things to you, but I'll get back to you, and we'll, 
we'll, we'll resolve this, Mr. Green. That's a little bit different than when it started with her telling him how it was going to work. Now, two hours later, I got a phone call confirming the address and the name that was on the loan for the check to be written. And I would have the FedEx envelope tomorrow by 1030. And all they wanted me to do was announce, you know, go to the Better Business Bureau and say that at this time the, the problem's been resolved, but that I'm not releasing. So the one thing that nobody tells anybody in the Lemon Law is that you still have to pay for the use of the car. And it was a pretty simple calculation back then. It's one one hundred thousandth of the purchase price of the vehicle that allows for the miles that you drive. So to keep it simple, if you bought a $30,000 car, it's 30 cents a mile. The vehicle has 15,000 miles on it. They can deduct 4500 from what they're paying towards making you right in the car. Now, there was an issue years ago with a very expensive vehicle. And I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's the reason why Ferrari has a deal with their dealers. If you should sell a vehicle over MSRP, you are responsible for any of that additional money in the event that the car goes through the Lemon Law. There was a Ferrari that was a $400,000 car that the dealership sold for a million dollars. It was a brand new car, and the car got Lemon Law. And Ferrari was on the hook for the additional $600,000. Now, I don't know if they dealer participated in it. I don't know if the dealer's still a dealer. But, folks, all it is is another thing in the car world that if you don't understand it 100%, why bother with it? Now, I don't understand the Lemon Law 100%. I know Dana doesn't understand the Lemon Law 100%. And I'm sure if I called and spoke to 10 different people at the Arizona Dealers Association or the Better Business Bureau, you might get a few different stories. Well, and with all the different manufacturers not knowing for sure, if you're the manufacturer and you had to buy back the car from whoever the original owner was – and then you, in turn, will typically sell it at auction and disclose that it's a manufacturer vehicle buyback, logic would dictate that depending on the brand, the manufacturer, that your warranties are going to be affected. I know when I was a Honda dealer for many years, we could absolutely unequivocally not certify any vehicle that has a lemon law characteristic to it. And through the warranty company that we had available, we could also not sell an extended warranty. Now, that may vary from brand to brand. I'm not an expert on all those things. But we'll talk a little bit more about the Lemon Law and, and the potential impact on the value of a car and whether or not it makes sense to purchase a lemon or maybe not. Remember, you can reach me at 602-525-1370 and Dana at 602-679-8324. When we come back, I'm going to read a text I just got from a finance director at a dealership and his take on the warranties. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Earnhardt Honda has received the Honda Corporation's esteemed President's Award seven times in the last eight years. The President's Award is the most prestigious and coveted award that Honda can award to its dealerships. The award recognizes dealership teams that demonstrate superior customer satisfaction, new car sales volume, and business management. Approximately 15% of Honda dealerships receive the award each year, while Earnhardt Honda ranked in the top 1%. Please allow us to show you why we are the top Honda dealer in the West Valley regions. Located at I-10 and Loop 101 in the Avondale Auto Mall. Earnhardt Hyundai Avondale offers a great selection of new Hyundais and pre-owned vehicles. We pledge to offer exceptional customer service and ownership satisfaction. Located at 10401 W. Papago Freeway, Avondale, Arizona, 85323 in Avondale Auto Mall. 
Larry H. Miller Nissan in Mesa offers new Nissans along with pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs by top manufacturers. General Manager Bill Brixey will help you find that new or used car you have been searching for in the Phoenix metro area. You can reach him directly at 1-888-993-1126. His finance staff offers expert advice for those seeking a great deal on a new car loan or lease. His service does not stop there, as Phoenix area customers frequently come in and take advantage of their professional Nissan service department and fully stocked inventory of Nissan Auto Parts. They are located at 2025 West Auto Center Drive in Mesa, Arizona. As one of the newest members of the Earnhardt Auto Centers, Earnhardt Cadillac is proud to be your choice for all of your Cadillac needs. Located at 7901 East Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they have one of the finest inventories of luxury pre-owned vehicles in the state. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 10 p.m. to midnight on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. With the most important election of our time at stake, there's one constant in the political sphere. The station that's always conservative. 960 The Patriot. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot, Intelligent Talk Radio. My name is Dana Southern. I am here with my friend and partner, Gary Green, and we are Your Car Insiders. And we've been talking about the the Lemon Law in the first segment, and we're going to talk about a a few more things related to that, but not so much the law. But Gary did have something he wanted to, to share that I'd like him to share before we go further. On the way here this morning, I actually sent a text to a friend of mine that was a finance director asking the question about warranties. Now, he works for a large dealer group, and we're not going to discuss what dealer group it is, what manufacturer he works for. But what it basically stated was, as a policy, we do not sell Lemon Law buyback vehicles because we cannot sell warranties on them. Now, that doesn't mean that the state says you can't sell the warranty. It doesn't mean that the manufacturer sells this can't sell the warranty. It does say that the dealer group that he works for will not sell a warranty on the cars. Now, when he worked at another manufacturer, he actually worked for a different manufacturer under another larger dealer group, and he said, we sold them, and we could sell a vehicle extended warranty, but they could not sell the manufacturer's warranty on them. Hope that answers your question. Now, the other thing you want to find out is just pick up the phone if you're thinking about buying one of these cars and call your lender that you're thinking about using and say the words, I'm thinking about buying a Lemon Law buyback car. Now, I know certain lenders will not finance salvage title cars at all. Now, I remember when I was a sales manager in a Chevrolet dealership back in the early 2000s, we bought some of these Lemon Law buyback cars. And one of them became a nightmare and became such a big nightmare that I was sat in the meeting when the general manager explained to the used car buyer that if you buy one more of these cars, it will be the last car you ever purchase working for me because it's not worth the brain damage. They sold the car, they financed the car, and the deal got kicked at funding because no one mentioned to tell the bank that the car had a Lemon Law buyback title. And, you know, just from my own personal experience in many years, of of course, working at a dealer and running a dealership for many years, when someone came in, if we happened to pull the, the Carfax history or the history on the vehicle and we learned that the vehicle was a Lemon Law buyback that way, the first thing that we would do is get on the phone and start calling wholesalers and people that might deal with those types of cars. We would never, ever intentionally keep a car that had a lemon buyback history or try to sell it to someone for the exact reasons that Gary just referenced. Now, I'm going to let Dana talk, but there's one thing I want to share also. You heard what he said about wholesalers. There are some dealerships that will sell Lemon Law cars, but I will tell you this. It's the first thing that they mention in their advertising. Now, if you should end up on Craigslist and buy a car 
and you don't pay attention to anything and you buy the car and you find out three weeks later that you bought a car private party and it had a Lemon Law buyback title, it's going to become your problem. Most dealers that sell them, and I don't know a lot of dealers that sell them, but what I will tell you is they are pretty upfront in the fact that what these cars are. And, and, and I think that's kind of a two-edged thing because I think Gary's exactly right. I think there's a few dealers that, that are very comfortable selling those types of vehicles, and I believe that they disclose up front exactly what it is, that meaning that it's a lemon buyback. With that said, there's lots of different reasons a car can be bought back as a lemon. It could be because, you know, it had the same problem four times during a period of time. It could be for a major engine issue, electrical issues. It's it's kind of unknown. But more importantly, if you're the consumer and you're thinking about buying a pre-owned vehicle and they're kind enough to disclose, hey, this is a lemon buyback, and it's a better deal. Well, I believe, and I think Gary would agree, that you really have to weigh what that history means because, as I shared just a few minutes ago, this was a car as a dealer we would not keep. We would try to find who would pay the most for it and get it off our property. If you're looking at a vehicle that's late model and it doesn't matter if it's an Audi or a Mercedes or a, a more expensive type of car, the having that type of a branding on its history is going to have a major impact on the dealer who's appraising it, not the person that's selling it or trying to sell it. And so – Again, I, I just looked at a, an example of a car. One was a lemon buyback, one wasn't. The lemon buyback asking price on a 20,000-mile 14 Mercedes E350 from a non-Mercedes dealer was priced at $34,477. I also went on cars.com and a 2014 E350 Mercedes certified at a Mercedes dealership here in the Valley with a little bit less mileage. And Gary, we know there's a cost associated with certifying a vehicle through Mercedes. You get a a tremendous extension of the warranty. The price that they were asking, the difference between the two cars was only a couple thousand bucks, less than $2,500. One certified with, I think, three years, either unlimited mileage warranty or and has the history to be a certified car. And the other vehicle is a branded lemon buyback. Which car is more valuable? It's, it's, it's a very simple thing. Just like we talk about warranties. Warranties are a great, a great form of protection for your car at a price – There's got to be a difference where a lemon law car may come in and make sense. Now, there's no way that I would ever want a client for $2,500 to buy a lemon law car. Now, if the difference was 25% of the value of the car, it might be something worth considering. But on the flip side of that, let's just say you're looking for a car on Craigslist and you find a 2,500, 112,000-mile Mitsubishi Mirage, and I'm just making up a car. And you call the folks, and it says salvage title, or it says branded title on the title if you know how to read the title. And that all this stuff happened in 2008. I don't care. Because from 2008 to 2015, the car hasn't fallen apart. But the only advice I give somebody, when you're buying a vehicle and the title changed, whether it was a rebuilt salvage title, a salvage title, a Lemon Law branded title. If at some point the car was actually an irreparable title, okay, you might want to make sure you don't buy that one because that one's only supposed to be for parts. But sometimes it doesn't matter. On a 10-year-old car with a hundred and something thousand miles on it, who cares? Well, I agree, Gary, but let me ask you this question. Would you help someone buy that car, Gary? Here's what I would tell you. If you're looking for the inexpensive car for your friend, I'm going to warn you about everything, and I'm going to make one suggestion to you. Have the vehicle inspected by a mechanic because 
a salvage title that was fixed eight years ago, my biggest concern was who fixed the car. What was damaged? Why was they did don't, it lose structural integrity? Yeah, a car doesn't get totaled because it had a small fender bender. I love that when you read that on car on on Craigslist. Vehicle totaled due to broken headlight. Ha! Jim and JJ Testa, commercial fleet managers at Camelback Toyota, are truly good guys in the automotive business. They've been in the car business since 1987 and the entire time in the Phoenix metro area. They are kind of like their own dealership, very easy to work with and have the largest selection of Toyotas in the Southwest, not to mention a great selection in pre-owned and certified vehicles. A special thanks goes to John O'Malley, managing partner, for giving Gary Green his first start in the automotive business in 1988. You can reach Jim at his desk at 602-200-5520 and JJ at 602-532-4472. Earnhardt Kia, the fastest growing Kia dealership and the number one volume dealership in the Valley of the Sun. Located on Bell Road just minutes from Scottsdale and Glendale. Our locations allow us to serve all the greater Metro Phoenix areas as well as nearby Tempe and Peoria. You can visit us at 2121 East Bell Road in Phoenix or call General Manager Scott Clark at 602-345-5405. Monte Vista Cleaners. Dry cleaned or pressed garments, only $2.59. Laundered and starched shirts, only $1.75. Monte Vista Cleaners use a state-of-the-art equipment and best cleaning supplies to offer you fast same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry cleaned items and next day service on all other times. They're open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 20010 North 59th Avenue in the Glendale Home Depot Shopping Center or 8345 West Thunderbird in Peoria. Monte Vista Cleaners. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus. Krill Omega 50 Plus combines krill oil with ultra-pure fish oil in one tiny pill, and it promotes your joint health, your heart health, your arteries, brain function, and even your eye health. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus today. Just pay for shipping, and we'll send you a free bottle. Experience the miracle of Krill Omega 50 Plus. Call now for your free bottle. 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. 1-800-679-5745. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot, KKNT Intelligent Talk. My name is Gary Green. Once again, I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. I feel kind of bad. I feel like I'm hogging the radio show today because we've been talking about this Lemon Law thing. And sometimes when you start reading things, you get caught up and we drag on. And I hope we're not boring anybody. But it's just such an important thing. And, you know, I want Dana to go. He, he has a wonderful article here, and it's... Salvaged or branded t- vehicle titles. Well, when when you start talking about buying these used cars, whether and, and typically a, a new car franchise, a reputable dealer is of course not going to sell a salvaged title vehicle. But the description of a salvaged title vehicle is: this is a vehicle that was in a major accident, and the repairs would cost more than seventy five percent to one hundred percent of the value of the vehicle. These are typically vehicles that were declared a total loss by the insurance company. Some states will further classify salvaged as rebuildable or not rebuildable and only suited for parts. Then there's, of course, a rebuilt title. There's a theft recovery branding. There's a factory buyback branding. And then they're scrubbing the title. And that's where someone's from another state and let's say the vehicle's been branded as a you know, whether it be a salvage title or a rebuilt title. Well, in coming to another state, 
often the DMV will miss that, issue a brand new title. And so it says some states do not recognize brands from other states. This makes it rather easy for someone to buy a branded vehicle in one state and retitle it in another state to remove the brand. This is known as scrubbing a title. Vehicle history reports will show the title status in every state the vehicle was registered. If you are buying a used car, always get a history report first from companies such as Carfax or AutoCheck. The National Motor Vehicle Title Information System also has extensive reports. The key to this is, again, the people that are selling cars private party, is it really someone's personal car that they've owned and cared for and taken care of that perhaps they went in to try to trade in and the dealer didn't offer them as much as they thought was fair and they decided, hey, I'm going to get sell it myself because I just know it's worth more money. Well, there's a percentage of cars that are like that where people choose to, to do that. But a very large percentage, and it doesn't matter if it's Auto Trader, it doesn't matter if it's Craigslist, it doesn't matter if it's virtually any of those websites that offer pre-owned cars, a high percentage of the people that are listing cars are dealers. We talked last week a little bit about the difference between what the Blue Book says, according to Kelly Blue Book, an excellent condition used car is worth versus a fair condition used car is worth. And on late model 2013 vehicles, I used the Lexus as an example, and between fair condition, which would be arguably horrible, and excellent condition, which would be impeccable, there was about a $2,600 difference between what the Blue Book says those two cars are worth. No chance that that's close to reality. As cars get older, those margins become even smaller. There's a, as an example, an 04 Audi, and I'll be quick as I can, convertible, 38,000 miles. The difference between excellent condition, private party, 38,000 miles, one owner car, and a fair condition vehicle, less than $800. So when people are using a blue book to come up with an idea of what they should pay, another example is that I also put in, if that car had 85,000 miles instead of 38,000 miles, it'd only be worth approximately a 1,000 less. Does that make sense, Gary? Zero. So it, it, it just boils down to when you as a consumer you know, are thinking about buying a car and you're wanting to save money, you better be careful how you attempt to do that. Because if you do buy that branded title vehicle, depending on what happened, it could be a vehicle that is unsafe. Even if they repaired it, it does not have the same structural integrity as it had when it was built originally. You know, I helped a friend get out of a car. And we. it was amazing how the dealership that he bought the car from stepped up when everything was looked at on the table. Now, he could have bought this car. He could have gone back to the dealership, and they could have told him, go away. This dealership actually bought the car back from him, and with the information that I was able to gather, they sold him another car for exactly what they paid for it at the auction. They didn't care what he owed on the vehicle that he was giving back. They paid off the loan and put him at zero. It was probably one of the greatest things I'd ever seen a dealership stand up and do on a car that the title history had changed. Not, not the title history, the Carfax changed. It had to do with frame damage on a vehicle. After the fact. Hugh Hewitt reacts to the president's lackluster response to terrorist threats. Now, over at, at pro-Obama websites like Talking Point Memo, TPM News, there are headlines. Ignore the freak out. Here's what Obama really said about, quote, America winning. And they're attempting to contextualize away his entire set of remarks today. It's an indictment of his ideology. The Hugh Hewitt Show, afternoons at 4, right before Mark Levin at 7, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. 
Bernhard Scottsdale Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus and experience the pride that every Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to our clients. At Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people that know how to take care of a Lexus, but more importantly, people that know how to take care of you. Located at 6905 East McDowell Road in Scottsdale. Family owned and operated, Earnhardt Hyundai North Scottsdale strives to surpass your expectations by actively listening to their customers and employees. Their goal is to simply provide an exceptional experience before, during, and after the sale. The exceptional experience is not a slogan, it's a way of life at Earnhardt Hyundai North Scottsdale. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders. Well, we're just going to jump right back into what we were talking about. But before we do, I want to spend, say a special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in beautiful Peoria, Arizona. Their phone number is area code 623-875-4000. Their dealership is their tagline, and they earned it, is the dealer for the people. They are, in my opinion, and I know Gary agrees, by far the finest Volkswagen dealer that you could possibly deal with here in the Valley under any circumstances. But separately, I want to make sure you know how to get a hold of Gary. His number is 602-525-1370. I'll repeat it, 602-525-1370. My name is Dana. My number is 602-679-8324. One of the things that Gary and I talked about prior to coming on the air today was often when people are buying a new car or possibly buying a used car, and we've talked about new car warranties and our recommendation that it's always in your best interest to buy the factory product as opposed to an aftermarket product. However... Sometimes when you're buying a used car, you don't have the option of buying the factory product. When you're buying a new car, the time that you're allowed varies from manufacturer to manufacturer. You know, and it's also part of the Arizona Attorney General's website. Service contracts and extended warranties. Service contracts or extended warranties provide for the repair of certain parts or problems. These contracts are offered by manufacturers, dealers, or independent companies. When deciding whether to purchase a service contract or an extended warranty, consider the following questions. Questions. One, who is the provider of the coverage? Is it a manufacturer's policy offered by a private company that may be unreliable or go out of business? Now, we have used the term third party. There is a lot of really large dealer groups that offer their own third-party warranty. Not going to mention names, not going to mention groups, not going to mention the coverages. The odds of those companies ever going out of business are slim and none, but I will tell you, I'm still a believer in your best choice is always the one that's backed by the manufacturer. If you're going to purchase one. Used car service contracts may count the mileage or time period from the time the car was new. For example... The purchase of a 75,000-mile warranty on a used vehicle with 40,000 miles is only in effect for the remaining 35,000 miles. 
Now, the folks that I helped the other day bought a used car warranty through the manufacturer, and it added an additional 100,000 miles to the 24,000 miles that was already on the car. So that warranty was actually plus. So it's a very valid point, and this is the most valid point. Please, and they don't write please. I'm going to say please. Please, please, please pay careful attention to the fine print concerning the time and mileage period covered. And when you get into this, I, and I, I don't know, if you live in the Phoenix metro area and you've bought a car in the last few years, if you have not received in the mail or by phone some kind of correspondence from some company telling you that they're going to provide you with extended coverage for your car up to you know some crazy amount of miles and call this number right away and no inspection required, you need to burn, set on fire, don't even touch those documents. Don't go near them. They are, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into and once you've done it, it's a much more complicated task for you to fix. And in many cases, not fixable. And those are the kinds of companies that do go out of business. And, and what you want to find is, you know, the cancellation of a warranty. And, and, and I get these things in the mail. And I get these things, you know, the phone calls. And I, I like to read them because I understand what it is. And I actually called on one of them once. But it was kind of funny. For a while, every day at around the same time, I was getting a phone call from an unknown number that I didn't recognize in my phone. So it was a local 602 area code phone number. So finally one day I decided to answer the phone because it was annoying. They would call, not leave a message, and when you called back, the phone would ring, 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 and then you would go to a busy signal. Now, the thing that I'm going to share actually was me. So I decided one day to answer the phone when they called. And the conversation started like this. We have wonderful news. We have a wonderful product to offer you for your 2013 Ford Mustang GT. We understand that your car's coming coming due on running out of factory warranty. Well, they have no idea how many miles I have in the car, and they also have no idea that I don't even own the car anymore. But I wanted to play along. So I listened a little bit, and she was explaining how they're a nationally backed company, and they provide the warranties for so many dealerships and this, that, and I said, you know, I'm really interested in what you have to offer. Would you mind sending me out all the information you possibly can? <laughs> because I do a weekly radio show, and I would love to share the wonderful product that you offer to the public. Now, I'm not telling you to burn everything. I'm not telling you to throw it right out. But what I will tell you for 100% fact, do you know how many times I've received a phone call back from that company? Zero. You know how much information I got in the mail? None. Now, there is a TV show called American Greed. Okay? And one of the episodes of American Greed was one of these companies that Dane is talking about taking people's money, providing no coverage, and going bankrupt. And I think one brother was sentenced to four or five years, and the other brother was sentenced to eight, nine, or 13 years. It was on American Greed on one of the history channels. The question is how many hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars did they bilk people out of for a product that was a horrible decision? So just as an idea... If you get something like that in the mail and you don't have to be a firebug, you know, you can simply dispose of it. But I assure you that if you want information about getting an extended warranty on a vehicle, you probably want to contact the dealer that offers the warranty on the product that you're selling. Do your research and, you know. I want to make something clear because sometimes when we talk about these things about warranties and stuff like that, please don't call me and ask me. Ask me. I have a car with 103,000 miles on it. I have a car with 85,000 miles on it. Where can I buy a warranty? I don't know. And, and, we, don't, and, and we don't get involved in that. We, we don't sell warranties and, and we don't sell cars. We, we help people 
make good decisions on used vehicles, new vehicles, whether you lease the vehicle, finance the vehicle conventionally. You know, just yesterday I had to talk a lady out of getting a vehicle completely because it simply wasn't in her best interest. Now, on the warranty part, I always laugh when they say you can buy the warranty whenever you want, go home and do your research, and I'll share you something, share something with you. And I'm going to name a manufacturer, Honda. Buy a brand new Honda, I don't care what Honda it is today, and you want to buy a Honda Care warranty. Put 6,001 miles or drive the car six months in one day, you can no longer buy the new car coverage. Did you hear what he said? Because it's critical. There's a big difference between buying an extended warranty on a used car, which is what he's now describing, as opposed to getting the lowest possible price on the factory warranty before it reaches the 6,000 miles or six months, whichever occurs first. And that's an individual manufacturer's rule. So there is no guideline. Now, I don't care what anybody says, and I'll argue this till I'm 350,000 million years old. Uh Uh-oh. There is no better time to buy an extended warranty on a vehicle than the time you're buying your brand new car. And everybody says... Well, I can buy it at 35 months, 35,000 miles. Sure you can. But do you really think the price of the warranty is going to be the same price in three years? And then people will turn around and say, well, I may not keep the car. Well, you may not keep the car, but most people that finance a car for 72 months are going to drive that car past the point that they are out of factory warranty. And what I always explain to everybody, you live on a budget. Now, if you go in to buy a car and the warranty's four grand when you're looking at the car, it's not really worth, depending on the vehicle. It would have to be a yeah. very expensive vehicle. Like an Audi A7, an extended contract to take you to 100,000 miles could be over $3,500 cost. Or maybe like a Cummins turbo diesel, 100,000 mile, uh, something that was really Fancy and really expensive to fix. Yeah, like a Bentley. Like I helped those. somebody buy a Bentley certified car, and it's the most unusual warrant I'd ever seen in my life. It's They're allowed to mark it up a certain amount, but I think that the number they start from is three grand or 3500 bucks a year. So depending on what year the Bentley is that you're buying, I believe you can buy up to three or four years. Now, I did help a gentleman buy a Bentley, and he did buy three years' worth of warranty, and he did write a check for an additional $10,500. But he would not buy the car if it was not certified, and he couldn't buy the warranty. Now, the pay plans that finance managers have, and Dana will know this better, you have to understand that a finance manager's pay plan works not only on gross profit but penetration rates. So how many times has a finance manager told you, I'll sell the warranty for a dollar over just to get my penetration? Well, there's two things there. I, I've heard that hundreds of times, obviously. You've heard that hundreds of times, obviously. The difference is, is when we hear it, they're telling us the truth. When you as a consumer are going out and looking to buy a warranty, Gary's 100% correct. The At the point of sale is the cheapest time to buy it and when they're most motivated to be as flexible as they might be. The difference, as we've shared many times, between Gary and I helping buy someone get an extended warranty if they want to and what they would pay for it is several times our fee just on that one line. So it really just boils down to do you want to self-insure and are you in a position to? Or if you choose to purchase an extended warranty, he's absolutely right. But just because they're saying it to you doesn't necessarily mean that you're hearing facts. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna go, to talk about another manufacturer. And it is when they advertise that they are correct, they offer the best warranty in the business. Whether it's Hyundai or Kia, same company, two different manufacturers owned by the same company. When you go into Kia, they don't talk about this. Everything that's advertised is 10-year, 100,000 miles on the powertrain. So there is a 12-month, 12,000-mile portion of that warranty. Adjustments. 
Then they go to what's called a three-year, 36,000-mile part of the warranty. Electronics. Then they go to five years and 60,000 miles. That covers everything but certain electronics. Limited bumper to bumper. Now, the electronics, it's not a power window motor because those are covered. It has to do, my understanding, with the electronics in the dashboard. So navigation, backup camera, uh, air conditioning control panels. So it's some really costly items. And then they go after the five-year 60, that limited bumper to bumper, to the best manufacturer's warranty in the world, the 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain. Now, I don't care what manufacturer it is. It reads very simply this. Limited powertrain is limited to the internally lubricated parts in the engine or drivetrain. So if the vehicle is a front-wheel drive car, it's the, trans- it's the tra- transmission and the engine. Inside, not bolted to, not fuel injection. Internally now, lubricated parts. Right. Now, they offer a wrap. The woman that was offered the wrap the other day for the dollar amount that she was offered and didn't buy it, I'm still wondering what she was thinking. Because she thought it was going to be four grand. And it was less than, a lot less than that. A tremendous amount less than that. We, all we want to do is help people. 602-525-1370. And you can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Yes. Have, Have a, a great, great week. week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.